If you want to create a legacy for your soul work and use content to generate more creativity, flexibility, and freedom in your life and business. If you want to sound more like you when you show up in the world and turn your knowledge into content with a heartbeat, that's what we talk about here. I'm Kate Butler-Ross, and this is The Content Download. Hello and welcome to episode 46 of The Content Download. Um, This is the first episode I've actually recorded in 2023. So if you are listening to this in real time, Happy New Year, even though probably this is, I think, the third episode of the year so far. Um, But Happy New Year. I have had a lovely um, kind of Christmas season and lots of time for kind of dreaming and planning and preparing for 2023 and the content I'm going to be creating. And of course, uh, my focus at the moment is on the Soulworks Atelier, which is my brand new book writing program, which is kicking off as a beta at the end of this month. So um, while I've had a very slow start to um, getting back into work, what with not feeling a little bit under the weather and having lots and lots of birthdays to um, to attend. Um, it's my husband, my sister's and my mum's birthday in early January, which is very expensive and very inconvenient, but lovely as well. Um, so in between all of that, I've also been getting really excited about planning the curriculum for um, the Solworks Atelier. So um, really excited about that. And particularly because I'm going to be writing a second book alongside them as well. Um, It's called, well, the working title is Content with a Heartbeat. So I'm really excited to be not only taking um, my kind of Solworks um, students on their book journey, but accompanying them as well, which is really exciting. Um, we kick off end of January. So if you did want to join us, if you wanted to write a book in 2023, that you can join the beta program and you can do it together with me as your guide with, um, there's seven people so far joined us. There are a mix, mix of coaches, creatives, and they're all beautiful heart-led, um, entrepreneurs. And I'm so excited to be working with them all. If you would like to join us in the group, there's still time. Um, So uh, you can check out the details at www.theluminous.media forward slash soulworks and um, sign on up there and join us. Um, So I do hope you will if 2023 is the year you want to write your book. Now, let me dive on into this episode here because um, it's kind of, I kind of knew that I wanted to do an episode on editing, which doesn't sound very exciting at all. Uh, But it is exciting. I love editing. Um, But I actually went out for breakfast with my brother and sister yesterday to celebrate one of the um, birthdays, my mum's, our mum's birthday. And uh, we actually all happened to be writers. Um, My dad he he didn't write um, for a living, but he was a very, very good writer and he loved writing and that was his dream. And so he he ended up having three children, all of whom were writers. We we're all journalists at different stages. We all now earn our livings through writing in different ways. And um, we were sitting talking about not writing really. I mean, we don't often talk about writing. Um, we talk about lots of other weird and wonderful things. Um, I think if anyone actually kind of eavesdropped on our conversation they think we were totally nuts um but we did happen to talk about writing and it was really interesting because it turned out that my brother and I are both really quite (laughs) obsessive editors when it comes to our writing whereas my sister our sister she says that she she tends to just kind of formulate it in her mind what she wants and it just kind of spills out and then it she leaves it and that's exactly what she wants to write which I think is 
a very rare talent. Um, now, my brother is the same as me. Uh, when I write, I constantly edit. I'm constantly changing things, going back. And to the extent that I have to kind of sometimes stop myself because as I will talk about later, it's really important just to let the words spill out sometimes. But it doesn't, for most people, um, it doesn't always result in a piece of writing that is as good as it could be. Um, and so I think if you are a content creator and you write regularly for your business, having some self-editing skills are so important um, because it's 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 basically the final polish. Um, it is what removes any barriers there may be that you hadn't noticed when you're writing that stop your reader from understanding your message. And it makes sure that whatever it is that you're writing, whether it's a, an email newsletter or um, a social media post or um, a script or a book, that it's it's going to put its best foot forward, that it is going to work as hard as it possibly can. So in today's episode, if you're, uh, I don't know, on the fence about editing, um, I want to persuade you that it is such an important skill to have. It's not hard. Um, you know, it's something that you get better at and quicker at with time, but anyone can do it. And I think everyone should be able to understand the basics of editing their own writing because quite frankly, if you are going to spend a lot of time kind of pouring your soul out onto the page, you want to make sure that it is received in the way you want it to be. So that's what I want to talk to you about today and just run through the kind of seven steps that I basically go through when I'm doing a edit of anything that I'm writing or anything that I'm editing for somebody else, uh, which you can run through yourself and you can do it right now and you can start doing this every time you write something. Now, the level to which you edit something really depends on, you know, how important that piece of writing is. And as we'll go on to talk about, you know, a social media post, I'm, I'm not expecting you to spend hours and do several drafts of a social media post. Absolutely not. Um, but you might do it very, very quick once over. Whereas obviously, if it's a course or if it's a book or a workbook or something that's going to kind of, you want to stand the test of time, you you will spend a little bit longer editing it and looking at it. Now, it might be that whatever you've written is good enough. And that when you go back over it, it hardly needs any editing, in which case, happy days. <laughs> but please, wh what I want you to start getting in the practice of doing is, even if you think that, to get into the habit of going through these steps. And I don't consciously go through these steps. I don't think step one, step two, step three, I just do it now. Um, it's second nature to me. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of these things just start happening unconsciously once you get into the habit. Um, and I think it's really important we do it because you know, apart from the fact that we want what we write to be as good as it can be, but it's kind of common courtesy. Um, if somebody's going to take the time out to read what you've written, that you kind of make sure it's as good as it can be, as, as comprehensive, as, as co coherent as it can be, and as entertaining or, or whatever it might be that it needs to be. And I also want to point out that there has been so many times that I've written something and I've thought, oh, wow, that's it. That's spot on. And then the next day I've sat down and looked at it again and I'm like, oh my goodness, it's terrible. <laughs> when you look at something with fresh eyes later, you see the, you see things that you wouldn't necessarily see. You see things with new eyes. Um, so creating some space where possible between um, what you've written and actually posting, publishing or sending, whatever it is, is also really important. Um, 
So let's talk quickly. What is editing exactly? So to explain this, let's look at the process of writing a finished piece in a very simple way. So it goes like this. Number one, you write it. So this is the moment where inspiration strikes and your ideas hopefully just kind of pour out onto the page. And so this is your first draft and you may or may not have an outline and you may just be kind of free flow writing, whatever it might be, but that's your first draft. And then step two is you edit it. And so this is where you take the raw material, your first attempt at getting it written and craft it into what will hopefully be your final piece. So this is your final draft. So if it's a social media post, it might be your one and only draft that you just lightly edit before pressing share. Um, if it's a book, there'll likely be several drafts before um, before your final one. But the thing to remember is that self-editing really does make you a better writer. There's a couple of reasons for this. Obviously, it makes your finished piece so much stronger and more powerful, but it's also a really amazing tool for helping you hone your voice, your style, and your technique when it comes to writing. What about hiring an editor? Now, you're very unlikely to be using an editor for general content marketing. Um, So again, this is a skill that it's important that you know how to do. But even if you're creating something one-off and a signature like a book or a keynote speech where you may be planning on hiring an editor and I would recommend this um, if it's something really important that you want to stand the test of time. Um, It's still really important that you can self-edit because before you send that final manuscript or whatever it might be off to that editor, you want to make sure it's as good as it can be because, you know, you don't want them to um, be wasting time and your money on editing stuff that you could have worked out yourself. But also it ultimately gives you more control over you know, more editorial control over how the final thing is going to turn out. Editing doesn't have to be scary or hard, okay? And it's not as complicated or st- as stressful as, if, as as you might think. And I want I I would like you to listen to this episode and realize that a few very basic editing skills can really improve your writing tenfold and ensure that every single blog post or article or social media post or newsletter or whatever it is, piece of content, signature content that you're writing is as polished and powerful as it can be. So I'm just going to quickly run through my seven steps to editing. So my first one, which I suppose is kind of a rule, um, it's write hot, edit cold. Now, when I have the time, I always write something. I just get it all down. I have the inspiration. I get it all down. And then I put it away for a little while before I start a proper editing process. And a lot of kind of writing teachers or writers will talk about like letting it breathe. And I don't always have time to do this. Um, You know, sometimes I just have to kind of trust that, you know, it's good enough, um, particularly when you're doing kind of content marketing and you've got so much to do and churn out in your business to create. But for books or blog posts or scripts or whatever, or things, or particularly things I've been commissioned to write for somebody else. So if you are in, you know, writing articles um, as a as a way of PR for other other kind of platforms, definitely worth doing this and giving it some space. The reason for this is good writing comes from the heart and the heart shouldn't be hindered by things like sentence length or structure. If you're editing your writing as you write your first draft, the chances are you're blocking the creative flow that comes from that kind of moment of inspiration. And I kind of see it as 
debasing the raw material that you have to work with. So if you can separate creation mode from editing mode, it's always going to help you have better results in the end. So a gap of a few days or even just a few hours between writing and editing something will help you look at what you've written with fresh and objective eyes. Step two is get clear on your one message. Now, ideally, you will have got clear on this before you have sat down and written something, but it doesn't, isn't always the case. Sometimes I have a bit of inspiration. I think, oh, I want to talk about this. Um, but it isn't until I've written it that I actually understand why or what it, what the message is. So, you know, the rule of one is really important. So your first question when you're reviewing a piece to edit should always be, what is the one message I'm trying to convey in this newsletter or blog post or social media post or whatever it is? What is the one message I'm trying to convey? Um, so if it's a blog post, there should be one message in the blog post. If it's a book, you know, I stick to one message per chapter or section, but you would have one overarching message that the book answers, which these little pieces of the puzzle fit in under. So in an ideal world, you'll have this one message clear in your mind as you write your first draft. But as I say, you know, sometimes we write ourselves into a completely different direction. But that's why editing is important. Because when you go through, you can make sure that, you know, there isn't more than one message kind of muddying the waters or confusing your reader. You know, you can decide, okay, which message is most important. It doesn't mean that you can't have some kind of secondary messages in there, but you want to have one big message that your whole piece is is working towards. It's so important. So the second thing is, you know, what is my one message? That's the question you need to ask when you're going back over reading anything that you've written. What is the one message here? Is anything confusing it? Does anything detract from it? Is there any kind of unnecessary digressions or detours? And if so, you would remove them. Number three, uh, the third question I would kind of ask when reading something that I'm editing is, um, what is the journey? So everything you write should take a reader on a journey, whether it's the big overarching journey of a whole book that we just mentioned, or a small incremental step within an article, or within a chapter, within a section, um, that is is going to change them in some way. So for example, the journey could be point A, feeling overwhelmed by the prospect of editing your writing, to point B, having a simple set of guidelines to help you get started editing your own writing. Or your journey um, could be less practical and more kind of emotional. For example, point A, um, kind of believing that your big dreams are unattainable and it's all useless to point B, reason, re- realizing that big dreams are achievable if you perhaps break them down into small manageable steps. You know, that might be a more emotional journey. So getting clear on the transformational journey of your piece of writing, and this is more relevant for, um, you know, bigger pieces of writing like articles or blog posts or um even kind of lessons within a course um, is really important. I mean, there might be less of a journey <laughs> on a social media post, but that actually might not be the case because a lot of people do write kind of longer social media posts, which might be, um, you know, teaching a lesson or whatever it might be. So um, get clear on that journey because once you get clear on it, it helps you ensure that you're understanding where your ideal reader is when they start reading your piece, which allows you to tailor the piece directly towards their current struggles and viewpoints or desires. And also it ensures that you've written something that is benefit driven. Okay, so something that is going to give them something really valuable. Number four, finalize your structure. 
So structure is basically the scaffolding that makes your writing robust and keeps your reader engaged and makes them feel safe um, because you're not kind of randomly writing a stream of consciousness which makes them think, oh God, I don't know where I'm going to end up with this. Um, so structure is important. So the thing is, while you can have an idea of your structure when you outline your piece of writing, if that's what you do, um, you can't really finalise that structure until you know what you've written. Um a basic structure for a non-fiction piece of writing might go like this. So it might be have a hook. So this is an opening that's going to grab their attention or spark their interest and get them reading in the first place. Um, it will have an introduction. So the first kind of paragraph. So this is where you give them an overview of your chosen topic. Um, paint a picture of a problem or whatever and, and kind of maybe future pace what, you know, how, how you're going to solve it. Um, if you're familiar with the problem agitate solution writing formula, um, this would probably, this would be the problem and agitate bit. Um, and then you'd move on to the solution part, which would be in the next part of your, uh, structure, which is the body copy. So this is the main chunk of your writing and it's where you detail your key points. Um, so in an outline, you would kind of jot down the points, um, that you want to discuss and that's what would be inside the body copy. And then finally, you'd have the summary, so the close, the finish. Um, and this is the danger zone because you don't want it all to just kind of fall off a cliff after all your hard work. You always want your end to be strong. So a summary or conclusion um, is usually where you just tell them what you've just told them and maybe finish on a kind of positive, upbeat or pertinent message. Um, and, you know, one of the things I learned um, as a features writer, you know, the question was, you know, what is your... Um, what, what's your close? What's your final sentence? And whenever I was interviewing somebody or writing something, I often had an idea of what that powerful end might be. Um, but sometimes you don't know straight away. Sometimes you, you just kind of write yourself there as well. But yeah, so the final step of that structure would be having a, a strong close. Number five you need to ground your ideas. So when we're writing a first draft, we often write in concepts and ideas and, and that's fine. But concepts and ideas are really hard to grasp for a reader. So um, when you go back through and edit your writing, you know, think to yourself, right, am I talking in concepts and ideas? And if so, how can I illustrate these concepts and ideas in a more tangible way? Um, is there a specific example I can use? Is there a story or anecdote which can um, help them feel more connected to me or draw them in a little bit more or help them understand whatever it is I'm trying to say? So ground your ideas. Number six, make it easy on the eye. Um, so the biggest crime against readers, um, aside from boring them, I'd probably say, is not including enough white space um, in your copy. So that's really important. If you just think about those social media posts, which are really, really dense and don't have any kind of like paragraphs or anything, God, it's so overwhelming. You don't want to read it. Um, and then if you think about a lovely uh, high-end magazine there's always a lovely white space they give room for the words to breathe and you should do the same in whatever content you're creating so dense wordy writing rarely gets read and if your writing's not getting read you, you know you're wasting a lot of time so here are a few no write edits you can make to ensure your writing is easy to read so using subheads to break up the um blocks of text keep your paragraphs short particularly when people are reading online i think it's really important to have that white space don't be afraid of one word sentences or even paragraphs you know just to break up the flow and make it sound a little bit more conversational um don't forget your kind of symbols and and 
numbers. So don't spell out numbers, you know, one, O, N, E. Use the number one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, use ampersands, pound signs, you know, don't write P-O-U-N-D or dollars, D-O-L. L-A-R-S, use the dollar sign, and the same with percentage, etc. Use the symbols. It helps like break things up and make it easier. It gives people like little, gives your eye something to rest on. Um, emphasize words with italics and use bold and make things stand out, you know, where necessary. Um, don't use caps too often. I mean, you can use them, but if you use them too often, it looks like you're shouting and that's just very stressful to read. Um, and if you've got lots of information, Find ways how you can break it up, you know, bullet points, indents, lists, you know, use those. Just make it easier to read um, on the eye. Finally, cut your word count in half. This is the final thing I would always try to do is make it shorter. We always overwrite. We always use too many words in a sentence. It's very rare that people write very sparsely and sparely. You know, usually we're using words that are unnecessary, kind of using two descriptors, which mean the same thing. Um, flabby copy um, dilutes the potency of your message. So when you get rid of words, it's a bit like pruning a fruit tree. So it makes your, your message really ping out. So getting really good at cutting your writing is really important. Um, this might be just cutting out words from making sentences shorter. Sometimes I will pull out whole paragraphs um, and it will feel really, really painful because I'm like, I loved that paragraph. I had a really, I love the way I wrote that and it just sounded amazing. But I take it out and you, you taking it out gives your ideas room to breathe <laughs> and it makes it so much stronger. Um, so when I say cut it in half, that's just me trying to emphasize how brutal you can be. Um, but, you know, aim for, you know, losing a quarter and it's it's going to be better for it. Um, one of the questions I always ask is, if I remove this word, this paragraph, this sentence, this idea, is it going to change the meaning? Is it going to change the feeling? Um, is it going to take away a point that's really important? And if the answer is no, you get rid of it. You don't need it. So that's it. That's the seven steps to editing your copy. Um, it is, you know, it, I find it quite addictive. I like to, I'm kind of, I'm a, I'm a clearer outer, I'm a pruner, I'm somebody who likes to cleanse things. So I love editing. Um, but it's, you know, you may not, but you know, just go through those seven steps, ask those questions, you know, before you do something. And I guarantee your writing will be so much better for it. Write hot, edit cold. So give it some space. Even if it's just half an hour, that's all you have before you post it. Give it some space, come back to it with fresh eyes and you might find that you wouldn't quite choose to phrase something like that or you start differently or whatever. Two, get clear on your one message. Does it have one message? Um, and if it doesn't, um, what is it? And get rid of the bits that are confusing people. Number three, is it, does it take your reader on a journey? What's the transformation this piece of writing is taking them on? You know, what's their point A? What's their point B? What's the point? How are they going to be transformed by this? Um, number four, do you have a structure? Do you have a, a hook? Do you have an intro? Do you have body copy? Do you have a strong close? Do you have a CTA? which is really important. Um, five, ground your ideas. Don't just talk, talk in concepts, you know, bring in stories, bring in kind of personal anecdotes, bring, bring in examples, be specific, make it easier on the eye, make sure it doesn't look like some kind of explosion of words onto the page where it makes give somebody a headache um, and makes them just scroll on. And finally, cut it. Cut the words 
get rid of sentences, um, you know, just generally give it a prune and it will always be so much more powerful for it. That's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was, it was a really, you know, heavy on the teaching, but I think it's really, really important. And um, it was just very pertinent because we were talking about writing and editing. And maybe my sister will listen to this and she'll think, hmm, actually, I might give editing a go. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I'll keep you updated on that one. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope this was useful. Um, I hope this was interesting. I hope you're going to give it a go. Let me know if you are. Um, as usual, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, do make sure you subscribe so you don't miss um, the next episode. We are, you know, released every week on a Thursday and we do a mix of solo episodes, which might be teaching or me talking about what I'm doing. And we do, we've had some amazing guests and we've got some amazing guests coming up as well. So do um, subscribe. And if you can, um, leave a review as well. It'd be really grateful um, for a review. It helps us get seen by more people. And finally, of course, if you are interested in joining um, the Soulworks Atelier, um, check out the details at www.theluminous.media forward slash Soulworks. And the easiest way to stay in touch with me if you want more from me is to get onto my news uh, newsletter. Uh, it's one of my favorite ways to stay in touch. So you can sign up for the newsletter at www.theluminous.media forward slash newsletter. Um, that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch up with you next week. Bye.